Then here's Davis for three in the win. Oh, it's good! Anthony Davis has won it for the Lakers! It's the Lake Show Pod, your spot for everything Los Angeles Lakers. Get the trail. LeBron trying to bully his way in with one hand. Caruso! Games all the way in for the slam! Here comes LBJ! With your hosts, Nick Zelaya and Cameron Izaire. This historic 2020 NBA championship belongs to the Los Angeles Lakers. And it all starts right now. Welcome back to the Lake Show Pod episode 10. I'm Nick Zola here with Cameron Zare. We're going to do this intro a little quicker now because this is yes, double digits, double digits. We made it somehow. Don't know how, but we did. We're, we're, we're making our way. So the Lakers, after a condensed offseason, the preseason is here. Regular season begins December 22nd. Cam, let, let's talk a little bit about preseason last night because, I mean, usually we don't care about preseason but we, the Lakers, they beat the Clippers. So I mean, that's, a, that's a good day. You watched the whole game, did you? Yeah. Yes. Of course. What were, what were some of your first thoughts on the game? Well, first off, it's crazy to think that when the Lakers won the championship to, um, to when preseason started, that was exactly 60 days, which is – Absolutely ridiculous, the fact that that's only two months between you winning a chip, get out of the bubble, enjoy time with family, back into the preseason. So everyone and their mother knew that Anthony Davis and LeBron James weren't playing, uh, which is a shame. Uh, I actually wanted to see Marcus Gasol, but he didn't play um, either. So, there, you know, there's not a lot of big names playing. You know, the expectation, even though Kawhi and PG actually played a couple of minutes, the expectation in preseason is throw a couple of guys out there, see how they do, uh, see how uh, confidence kind of is lifted by these guys that don't get as many minutes. And one guy I want to mention, because you might mention THT. I love Taylor Horton Tucker. He had mm-hmm. 19 points in that game. But Kyle Kuzma was really confident. And I really like that. I mean, yes, he's very three-dependent, and he just got a lot of threes. He made a few, um, 18 points in, in that preseason win over the Clippers. But I like his confidence because when you look at the Lakers, if you want to point out almost a vacancy in their depth or what's one thing that they could be missing, well, guess what? One thing that every team is always sometimes missing is a guy that is a spot-up shooter. And a guy that can play defense. That three and D position, you can you can grab ten guys that play three and D, and I don't think anyone would be complaining. That just enhances your team. And if Kyle Kuzma can be that spot up shooter for this Lakers team, either in the starting lineup or off the bench, that is key uh, for LA. And I loved how he was shooting the ball. The the fact that he would you know be be a trailer, get a pass and pull up from not just that that uh, 28 foot mark, but even from 30. That's something Kyle Kuzma needs to get better at and needs to do more because as everyone knows, confidence uh, enhances over time. You have to you know keep shooting the ball. You're gonna miss some, but you're gonna make some as well. I loved how Kyle Kuzma played and, um, and I'm probably just gonna lay it off with you with THT unless you have another name to throw out there. No, I was just going to, with Kyle Kuzma, I was very happy with how he played. It was a very rough season for the 
Well, is this his third or fourth year? This is his third year, right? I think fourth. it's his third. Third. I, to be honest with you, I have absolutely no clue. <laughs> Last year, it was rough for him. I mean, he wasn't shooting the ball well. And just to get back onto the floor, even if it's a preseason game going up against some third-string guys, just to knock down some shots, gain some confidence, I think that's huge overall. Because last season, we don't know what's going on in the locker room. There's probably a few guys that were looking at him like they're frustrated with him. They don't want him shooting the ball, jacking up all these threes like he does. So I think this is good overall for the entire team, for the Lakers, just to build a little more confidence in Kyle Kuzma, trusting him with the ball. And even in this one, he started in this game, probably won't during the regular season, probably is going to come off the bench. Hopefully that doesn't affect his, how he feels going onto the court every night if he's coming off the bench as a sixth or seventh man. But I really liked his approach last night. And yeah, the Lakers ran a nine-man rotation, mainly with their second and third string guys. He only definite starters we saw were Dennis Schroeder. I assume he's going to be the starter. Everyone else is going to be coming off the bench mostly. We didn't see LeBron, AD, uh, Marcus Saul, KCP. Those are all probable starters. They didn't play. Obviously, the Clippers. The Clippers ran. I'm looking they at the box score. They started, had almost they, almost 20 players play. So they had they started Pat Bev, Kawhi, and PG, but only mm-hmm. played them for about three minutes, and then had yeah. Pat Bev scream at everyone for the for the last couple quarters. Yeah, so. Abaka and Batum were also the other two starters for the Clippers. But yeah, they just kind of threw everyone out there for 15, 20 minutes, just getting a feel of who's going to make this, I guess now, 15-man roster because the NBA, I think, is deciding to expand who dresses for games from 13 to 15 just because of COVID. And we learned as a Broncos fan, you want extra players on your team. <laughs> quarterback situation but yeah can't always resort to uh best buy sales managers yeah (laughs) it's not not gonna go well for you horton tucker Mm -mm -mm. 37 minutes he started too he started 19 points nine rebounds four assists didn't shoot the ball great six for 17 one for four from beyond the arc but man he looked he looked confident out there and people have been praising him. He's a couple months older than us. A couple yeah. months older than us. People, Makes me feel terrible about myself. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? So that's, what, what, what went wrong? That's sometimes okay. like what I question. Great question. Yeah, he's, uh, he's looking at a bright championship ring on his finger at 19, and I'm looking at my giant tuition fee that I'm about <laughs> to get in the mail in a couple of weeks. Anyways, he, he looked really good. Um, Aside from um, shooting poorly, he was attacking the basket with confidence. Uh, defensively, he looked pretty strong. He was passing the ball. And guys have been praising him. LeBron, um, in a conversation, Jared Dudley in a post-game thing, he was saying how, oh, my God, you need this, this kid's legit. And the Lakers are really excited about him. I don't know if he's going to get any minutes. I was listening to something, though, because we'll get in a little later about Alex Caruso because he got injured Um hip flexor or something, Dr. Azir, you can help me with that later on. But if he's out, I don't think he's going to be out for a long time. But if he is for some reason, possibly Taylor Horton Tucker sneaks in some minutes during the regular season. I mean, it totally depends. But yeah, overall, 
Got to see what he can do tomorrow night on primetime, primetime ESPN, big Sunday night NBA matchup. But Horton Tucker, he looked good. He looked really good. Yeah, with THT, I mean, obviously the 19 points in press, uh, nine rebounds. Now, this isn't a guy that will get a lot of playing time because unfortunately for him, his role is not needed on a Lakers team. They, the Lakers do not need a backup to a third string guy that can drive to the cup. What the Lakers need is a backup or third string that can spot up and shoot, like I was mentioning uh, before and almost like my opening soliloquy. Um, so, like I said, 19 points, it's good. LeBron, I on Twitter actually said, you know, this guy's going to be, this guy's the real deal. I don't agree with that. I mean, you have to look at the, uh, every position on this Lakers team and realize where someone fits. You can be a good player on the Grizzlies, but you just don't fit on the Lakers or Clippers. And <clears throat> Taylor Horton Tucker just doesn't fit on this Lakers team. It's nice to see him get this playing time in the preseason. Again, you have to realize he scored 19 and nine rebounds on, on guys who I couldn't even name. Uh, so that's one thing. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I liked how he was confident. I liked how uh, he attacked almost every situation that we, he was handed. Because at the end of the day, it's preseason, but you, ha you know, you have to play it. It's not like you can just throw these games away. So, you know, getting out on the court, um, showing that uh, he can play in a professional atmosphere. I mean, he got, a, he got a couple minutes in the playoffs in the bubble last year just to throw him out there. Uh, but unfortunately for Taylor Horton Tucker, I think this is where his role almost uh, where it stands is a preseason standout uh, or a summer league standout or a G League standout, a two-way guy, because he just doesn't fit any needed roles on this Lakers team. Uh, loved how Kyle Kuzma played, like I mentioned. I, I can't knock THT for his play. I can knock him for, you know, the fact that he's on one of the, the top teams in the NBA, if not by a country mile. Yeah. Um, and I, before you, go, before go, you go. I, just, I just wanted to throw out two things before you say something. Montres Harrell had, um, had uh, three fouls. Uh, he was okay, but again, maybe it's just the preseason. But this, they, they weren't they weren't going one hundred percent. They weren't going one hundred percent. And I'm not I'm not expecting uh, for Harold yeah. to go on. But that's something to look out. Foul trouble is always is always concerning, but it mm -hmm. helps to have eighty and Marcus Sola is almost like your you know if 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 Trez is going to be the backup, you don't have to worry about him getting into foul trouble. Dennis Schroeder six turnovers. I know that he's not you know trying his hardest, but. That's something that the Lakers uh, do not need. And you've seen that a lot in the college game. You can be a really good point guard. You can make a huge impact on your team. But if you turn the ball over, that's six possessions. So the Lakers won this game 87-81. Props to them. Of course, it's preseason. We all, we all realize that. But we're just trying to highlight what we can see. And what we can see is the fact that, you know, the, the, the stat line and then the score sheet. And stuff. Yeah. What I was going to say, I'll just kind of talk about each player like you. You just give a little schmoop summary. Back on, finishing off with uh, Taylor Norton Tucker, I think if they decide to keep this guy, he could be a legit starter for the Lakers in a few years. Down the line when all the – hear me out, hear me out. Imagine, imagine he progresses over the next few years, continues to get better, shows some promise. He's under all this veteran presence right now. You look at some of the younger guys on the Lakers. You have Kuzma, Costa Santantacumpo, 
Kaycock, Alex Caruso. I don't see them as starters. Obviously, you're going to have Anthony Davis, but the Lakers have struggled at the guard position over the last few years. And if he continues to progress and learns under these older guys, these veterans, I mean, he's playing with freaking LeBron. I mean, I'm sure he's learning something in practice. He's got to be. You never know. He could really learn something. And in a few years, as he gets more comfortable and these guys are done with their one-year, two-year deals with the Lakers, retired, it's a slight chance, but it's giving hope to Taylor Horton Tucker. He's so young right now that anything's possible. He's, he's got to be learning something, being mentored in some way at practice, that there's got to be some hope for the guy. There's got to be some hope. He's a second-round pick. I, I don't know. Like my rebuttal is the Lakers are a championship contending team for at least the next three, four years. And they have a legit superstar locked down for the next four to five. That's I'm not, I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar. I'm just oh, saying no, no, no. he could be a starter on a solid that, Lakers team. Why I'm rebutting that is I think he can be a starter for a poor team. I don't think mm-hmm. in, if he was going to be a starter for this Lakers team, it would have to be in seven years. And I don't even know the odds of him still being on the Lakers in seven years because he could be a trade asset. So when I look at this Lakers team being a championship contending team for the next four years, three, four years, you also have to look at the fact that if this team's a championship contending team and right after they win a championship, they pretty much sign two sixth men of the year or the top two, they sign Marcus O. Like they can get free agents. They don't need to rely on their youth because guess what? The people that rely on their youth don't have a championship window. That's mm-hmm. my rebuttal. I, I think, I, I think yes, he can be, he can, I don't disagree that he can be a starter for a team. Just don't think it can be the Lakers, but no, I like where you're going okay. there. Why not? Focus on a little bit. I, I'm just youth. trying to dramatize a little, you know, <laughs> I, I like the guy. Um, seems like everyone in the locker room likes him. He's, he's the baby of the team, so, <laughs> but going to uh, the Clippers foe, Montrez, I, I like that little talk with Pat Bev last night. I mean, him, they were going at it. And I know on Twitter they settled it, all good G, you know, hearts and all that. No, I think they hate each other. They absolutely hate each other. There's no denying that. Um, but yeah, double-double, obviously, fouls is an issue. But I, like his, I like how aggressive he is on the court. I, he's going to be good for the Lakers, having that presence on the court. He's a guy that the Lakers really haven't had recently just a smaller big guy that's not afraid to get into the paint and make some noise. Um, But yeah, I'm going to like Montrez and Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. Turnover. He was sloppy last night. I mean, obviously it's preseason. He's probably not going as hard as he probably could. I'm sure these guys are a little lazy on the court, but I think he'll be fine. He's going to be a starting point guard when, December 22nd comes against the Clippers again. And these, te- these teams are – it's going to be a lot more. I'm excited to see – going back to Montrez, I just thought of this quick. Him and Pat Bev. I think regular season game, game one, against the Clippers on December 22nd, they're going to go at it. They are no mercy whatsoever towards Montrez, but he's going to fight back. And he's also got LeBron and AD right there by his side. Oof. It's just, it's just it's so exciting to watch this team because they're better now. They're coming off a championship. They could, 
easily the favorites. The Lakers are up here. They're number one in the amount of space between them and number two, whoever it is. It's 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 insane. I'm sp- I'm speechless. The- I, I, I'm very excited. Um, I'm just excited the fact that we get more preseason games just to watch basketball. I know it's we usually don't get this you know quick turnaround, but as a fan, you love this quick turnaround. It just means more basketball um, at a quicker rate. Uh, I'm curious to see how rest plays a part in the the performance of mm-hmm. the regular season because obviously the expectation is LeBron isn't going to be playing 40 minutes a night knowing that he's two and a half months fresh off of a, a championship run where he was pretty much you know playing almost every single minute yeah so I'm interested to see that uh one other thing I want to ask you is is Pau Gasol to the Lakers oh, no. a reality, Nick? Is it a reality? Is you it know, possible? I, I have some strong feelings about this because I've seen that and I've also seen Trevor Ariza possibly to the Lakers. Have you seen that? You haven't I, I have not. Trevor yeah. Ariza. So I believe he's on the Thunder right now and they're expected to wave him. I don't know how he ended up in OKC. He's He's probably moved a million different times. It was, it was definitely through – because he was on Houston and then he was on Sacramento. So it was definitely through a three-team trade yes. that, that went through a bunch of different avenues. Yeah, uh, yeah was, Lakers interested in, in Trevor Riva. This was a few days ago where the Lakers were possibly interested in grabbing Trevor Riva if he was waived. I don't think he's been waived yet. I haven't heard of that. But – they were possibly interested in bringing him in because I think they have one more roster spot. That's so it's how, how is the, how can this Laker, because Trevor Reza, I know he's way past his prime. When oh, I say what, add as many Y's as you, as you can to that word, but he's still a legit player, catch and shoot three point type guy. Absolutely. That, is, that is one of still one of the top defenders at his age in the NBA. So I, I mean, okay, for for the narrative, and as a fan, I yeah. would prefer Gasol because. Oh, absolutely! I, no, I agree. But, yes. but Trevor Reza will actually play. I don't want Pau Gasol playing a minute. I want him to enjoy the time on the bench with his brother and win another ring with the Lakers. I, but Trevor Reza, I'd love to see him play. The the thing that doesn't make sense to me is. You can probably invite Pau to practice whenever you – I'm sure he has access to the Lakers practice facilities. The guy's rich enough. Just get front row season tickets if you want to be there to watch your brother play. Just, just do that. What's the point of being signed to a team, taking a couple million? You probably have enough money as it is. You don't – I mean, I, I guess it's nice to get a couple extra million dollars in the paycheck. That, that would that, – hundred times out of a hundred, I would do that. Absolutely. But if you. Nick, Nick, I think his two rings are getting a little dated for him. I think he wants a 2021 ring. Okay. More more diamonds, more diamonds. Remember back 10, 10 years ago, 11 years ago. I mean, that they lacked a a bit of uh, a bit of. So he he needs like that 48 K diamond or something like, I don't know. He saw Marcus Soule's 2019 Raptors ring and probably got a bit jealous. Well, Oh my God, Pau Gasol. He's forty. He's turning forty-one soon. 
he had a couple surgeries after his little stint with the Bulls. I mean, so. we've been seeing his little workout videos on Twitter recently. You've seen it. I mean, he looks pretty slow with that step. You know, the little, the little hezzy one-two dribble, nice slow motion shot. Looks like I'm trying to teach my little brother in the driveway how to shoot, how slow <laughs> he gets that shot up. The thing's going to get swatted by God knows who. Well, how many – okay, how many roster spots do the Lakers have? One? It's got to be they, – they've signed a lot of players. They have a lot of players. It's got to be one or at most two. I, I think it has to be one because yes. I know that they – oh, okay. Well, as, oh, that's as of November 27th at four. So, they remember, they, they, they re-signed Quinn Cook. Um so, but the, obviously, let's see. Oh, one. The Lakers have one open roster spot as of seven days ago, and they're looking at some backup centers. I think that's why they were it, this whole almost, you know, Pau Gasol could be. <laughs> it, I, I mean, I, obvi- I, obviously, I would like to move just because the guy was. Legacy. Yeah, absolutely. That's. That's the whole point of it. And do you think they should retire his number? Oh, it's so tough because it, it's the same. When you look at Pau Gasol and his, um, his, his time with the Lakers, it's really hard only because he wasn't there for a, like a copious amount of time. He wasn't there for uh, – like, Well, he started off his career with Memphis. Right, that's what I'm Bro, saying. He, he was there for there a while. Such an ample amount of time where you look at the guy and you're like, okay, well, what, duh. Like, obviously, the, the reason that I'm hesitant is because, I mean, his stats are through the roof. He's not, you know, regarded as one of the top players in the NBA, whatever it may be. But at the same time, as much as Shaq was revered, he was on the Lakers for five years. He obviously won the three championships, the, the finals MVPs to go along with that. Um, Powell won two chips. Uh, Powell played a pivotal role with Kobe, almost like that. He was arguably uh, the second best player on that team. It, it was, yeah, it was, um, uh, is it, was it Batman and Robin? What's the, what's the duo? Like the Batman and Robin. That? Yeah. So he's, it was like the Kobe, was Kobe the and Powell. Yeah. Powell, yeah. It, I, so it's hard and it's, it's even tougher because it's almost like looking up at uh, Madison Square Garden, or not Madison Square, sorry, TD Garden, or looking up into the banners at, at Staples Center. I mean, when you throw guys up there, it's not like it's the heat and, oh, let's just put Chris Bosh up there because he played a good part in five years <laughs> and won a couple of chips. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if, if Chris Bosh got a uh, retired got his jersey retired in Miami, Pau Gasol deserves to get his jersey retired in LA. But who are you sending Chris Bosh up there with? Is Alonzo Mourning up there? I don't I don't know. I know Dwayne Wade. Obviously, LeBron will soon be up there. But when you look up at the banner and sta- or the banners in Staples Center, you know you're not just putting him up there with a with a couple guys that were able to win you championships. Yeah, I exactly. understand Chris Bosh won chip number two and three for the Heat or helped or played a part in it. I mean, Pau Gasol was a, was a part of number 15 and 16. And at the same time, who do you got up there? Kareem, Wilt, Shaq, Kobe. Because then, because then if you retire Pau Gasol's number, you got to think about retiring Derek Fisher, who won five championships for you. He was part of that 
oh, he's part of that three P from oh oh to oh two. He was with that oh nine to ten back to backs. So, oh my so God. my answer is no because of the track record of the Lakers. If it was any other team in any other situation, absolutely. And I think it would have already happened. Jersey retirement does not work as Hall of Fame works, where you have to, I think, wait a, like a four or five year period. Yeah, correct. Jersey, yeah. Chris Bosh, he was still under contract with the Heat after obviously his whole blood clot situation and, you know, he couldn't play anymore. He was technically still making money from the Heat when they retired his jersey. So yep. you can retire anyone's jersey at any given time after their career ends, which is usually when you, ret when you retire it. But the reason I'm going to say no is he's been so far removed from this Lakers organization and they still haven't retired him. So I, and, and his is uh, arguably his, his stint in the NBA, or I would call it longer than a stint has been over for about a year. Uh, so if they're thinking about it, I mean, it, it would have to be in the next year and I haven't heard any chatter about his Jersey being retired. So I'm going to uh, say no. Uh, I wish. Yes. You're right, Derek Fisher. It's a good point when yeah. you look at when you look at all these uh, all these guys that played such a huge role in you know big moments in in Laker franchise history. But I, as much as Trevor Ariza could be a good part of this team, this team's loaded. It's not. Like oh, Trevor I know. Ariza. Yeah, they they don't need any more players. That's why I would think Pau Gasol can come in, do whatever with practice, bully his little brothers. Are they? How's older, correct? Yeah, he's older by a few years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, 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 yeah obviously. Um, yeah, the last time he was in the NBA, 2018-19, like you said, uh, he was with Milwaukee and San Antonio. Average a solid four points, 30 games. Managed to start six of them. Beautiful. Boy, that's that's the Kings for you. That's the Sacramento Kings for you. Um, okay, wait, wait. So, wait, well, I want to just mention this before you move on. There is something that's saying in, in May – that there seems to be a general consensus among Laker fans that Pau Gasol will be the next Laker to have his jersey retired. So because he's technically not out of the league, he's still planning on – he hasn't retired. His season ended because of injury. Technically, yeah, the Lakers couldn't have retired his jersey. So that's why I said – I said yes. But do I think they will? I don't know. And at this point in time, I'm going to say no, but I don't – it, it would happen in, like, the next two years, I think. Say he plays one more, one more year with Pau – doesn't play one more year with Pau Gasol. Plays one more year with the Lakers, retires, gets a ring, and then it would probably happen a year or two after that. If he does decide to come back, though, there's no one right now wearing number 16 on the Lakers, I, I'd want him to get that number back. I'd love to see him wearing 16, yeah. Trevor Ariza – you're not taking one from Contavious Caldwell Pope, so he can wear whatever numbers <laughs> available. Whatever numbers available. Did Trevor Ariza was he on that 2009-10 championship team or no? He was. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, he was. Oh, that. I, it's crazy thinking back to that team. You got Lamar Odom, uh -huh. Ron Artest. I'm I'm calling him Ron Artest. He wasn't Metal World Peace or a Pandas. He wasn't a Pandas friend at that time. <laughs> he was just Ron Artest beat up people, beat up fans. Um, Else you have Sasha Vucevic, uh, Andrew Bynum. Yeah, that guy Bynum. won his championship in 2010 and said, Peace, knees. And just <laughs> let his knees do their thing. Oh my gosh. Uh, 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Wow. Whoa, what about Shannon Brown? Oh, 
Shannon Brown. He has this one block. He has this one block and like a couple dunks. But wait, wait, was was Shannon Brown? Oh, was he the? No, he was that year, right? Had I think to he. Be. I think he was. He on was. That. I just looked it up. Now he is. Oh okay. my God, Jordan, Jordan Farmar. The biggest. I forgot about him. Earth. Wow. That's Jordan Farmar. He's Luke Walton. He's the coach of the Kings now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that that little stint coaching the Lakers was possibly the worst Laker yeah. years in there. Okay, let's, franchise let's, let's, history. <laughs> let's, let's stop with this uh, reminiscing. Rem- yeah, let's stop yeah. reminiscing. You have, you have any uh, any more news? Any uh, any other thing you'd like to you'd like to touch on? Because crazy, the season's just. Just ten days away. We're on, I mean, on double digits, and we're about it. We're almost close to single digits until the season starts. It's unbelievable. Um, obviously, one more preseason game tomorrow night against the Clippers, then two against Phoenix. Um, Phoenix was just playing tonight. They looked solid. They were losing to the Jazz. Elijah Hughes was in the game, playing oh, a few minutes oh. for Utah. Yeah, him. He uh, shot a really deep three pointer and missed it by a. Missed the rim by a few feet. No problem there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and then regular season, not how much. I mean, just excited to see how this team plays. I expect LeBron and AD to play a little bit tomorrow. I think they'll just really? get a little – in my personal opinion, I think they'll play a little bit, just kind of get the legs going. LeBron said he was feeling really stiff and sore still, so maybe just get the blood flowing a little bit. I think we'll see more of the starters tomorrow just because it's against the Clippers. It's on ESPN, so they're going to want some of the starters to play a little bit in the first quarter. But yeah, I'm right. excited to see if Taylor Horton Tucker bounces back, does another solid performance, um, and Dennis Schroeder. I want to see him have a good game tomorrow. He's the guy I'm looking for the most for tomorrow's action. Oh, one, one last thing before, before you close up. Eight points from Devontae Kaycock. That's our guy right there. We're still waiting to get that interview with him on this podcast. But uh, eight points, I mean, he's, he's showing off in preseason. And don't know how many minutes he'll get in the regular season. But, I mean, he's, he's scoring more points than me in the NBA. That's what matters. I'm, I'm going to take a wild guess and say that he's going to get just as many minutes as his number on the back of his jersey. So 12 minutes. For uh, Devontae Kaycock during the regular season, we'll see if that comes into fruition. Nick, quick, um, give me your score prediction for the Clippers game tomorrow. We're recording this on Saturday. So this would be the Sunday game on ESPN. You might be hearing this on Sunday or even afterwards. You can judge us based on the time you listen. But the score prediction, it was 87-81 yesterday on Friday. The Lakers Correct. Will- I believe the Lakers will pull out another win Become 2-0 in preseason and win this one 94-85. to That's my prediction. What about you? Uh, close game. Uh, it, will, it will almost, you know, the teams will separate as the game goes on towards, uh, towards the final buzzer. I say the Lakers reach the century mark. 100 to 92 Lakers over the Clippers. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter, and that's the best part of our preseason. It's almost free basketball uh, with no stress at all. The regular season starts in 10 days' time when we're recording this, almost into single digits. We can't wait. I know everyone can't wait. Uh, we'll see who shows up against the Clippers on, on Sunday and against the Suns in those last two preseason games, and we'll see how LeBron and AD do on short rests going into the regular season. December 22nd, 
Lakers, Clippers, ring night, banner night, all of the above night. We're going to be excited, and we can't wait for that day. So for Nick Zelaya and Cameron Isaiah, guess what? Regular season starts in 10 days, baby. This is episode 10. We'll see you in a few.